This is the Design for Life podcast. Boom, biggity bam. All right, and we're back. Yay. I mean, and we're here, and we're back. Uh, minor, yeah, minor injury to start the podcast. Welcome. Thank you so much for your time. <laughs> uh, welcome to the Design for Life podcast. I'm your host, Ben Maiosi, with my co host, Alex Caves. Hey, what's up? Uh, what's going on? It's been a couple of weeks since we recorded an episode. It has. Uh, we've been super busy. Both of us have been uh, doing summer stuff um, and planning for the future. So I yeah, might as well just get into it, right? Yeah. So Ben's been busy at work in Bend with this guy. Tell us about that experience. Uh, yeah. I've, so as part of my program here and uh, part of my work at U of o, University of Oregon, um, I'm looking for um, other projects to work on before the term starts again. Uh, and then I'm partnering with a studio called Weld Design Studio um, in Bend, Oregon, which is a really uh, phenomenal design fabrication studio um, doing architectural installation, art slash furniture slash um, sculpture. And so I've been helping to coordinate and operate their uh, plasma table. Uh, which has been really interesting and very informative um, and then just working on a variety of other projects as kind of a studio assistant slash partner slash manager um, it's been really good yeah um, past three weeks um, coming up on the fourth week i'll go back tomorrow is this like an official internship or is it is there like a contract is there uh there's no it's not in writing just there's, handshake yeah deal? it's a handshake contract um i'm gonna be we consider it an internship um it's gonna be yeah. listed as an internship i think on my um, on my uh, resume, but mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know what internships like. I know that some master's programs require internships as part of the curriculum. I don't know what it takes to certify those internships necessarily True. as authentic or accredited. But uh, like, do, is there some kind of like you know? That's a good question. Only approved internships that master's programs have to use. I don't know. Um, either way, uh, yeah, we're considering this an internship, but it's really. It's really more of a partnership. I mean, internships right. because I'm contributing. It's an internship in a way you're going there to learn. You're yes. not necessarily an expert in what you're doing, but yes, and I'm not you're, a... gave, you're getting the opportunity to right. gain that experience. Yeah, it's kind of like risk-free practice. Uh, there's really no um, no mandatory structure to what we're trying to accomplish. I mean, we have a, we set out to, to, we designed a list of goals and I kind of set out a list of, um, I guess, objectives that I was looking for at the beginning. These are the things mm -hmm. I want to accomplish in the six week period or whatever. Um, and then we're trying to hit all those marks along the way. We end up actually adding other things to that list along the of way course, as we yeah. get to work together to brand new creative partnerships. So there's, a, there's always that like um, learning curve component to it mm -hmm. where uh, you need to, you know, kind of get to know each other and yeah. um, just kind of spend time communicating yeah. so that you're um, on the same page and you know what you're doing. Um, but it's been great. It really has been. Um, Andrew um, Walks is the studio owner and creative lead, and he's an extremely talented, very generous person. Has kind of given me the keys to the castle to come in and um, just see what I can contribute and what I can do uh, for the business. And I've learned a lot from him, which has been really cool. Uh, and then I think that I've contributed a lot too to like a different kind of workflow for the studio. Already? Uh, yeah, I think so. How long have you been doing it? Uh, three weeks. Three weeks. Yeah, so it's kind of like three days a week in the middle of the week. I don't really have the opportunity to do a traditional nine to five internship during the summer. Um, so this is a good way for me to pop over somewhere. I can go to Bend half the week, 
mm-hmm. do as much work as we can done so Tuesday, Wednesday, time, Thursday. Right? Yeah, it's 24 hours a week, okay. give or take. I mean, we stay until the job's done. It's a full eight a day for sure. Yeah. Possibly 10, depending on what we're working on. But it's been good. He's been, um, he's been working on uh, kind of like designing different things. And then I'm kind of helping to implement the table into that process. So um, what we're doing is he's laying out some kind of design components that he's working on. And then I'm finding a way to translate those components from um, two-dimensional orthographic drawings on the floor um, with chalk. Right to uh, digital vector lines that can be imported then into Inkscape and uh, then to SheetCam and eventually to Mock, which is what runs the table. So um, I don't know if you're hmm. familiar with any of those programs, but that's... Inkscape, yeah, I know that one. Why don't I don't know why like... Inkscape. Inkscape is annoying. It's super annoying to use, but... Um, can you not use Illustrator? That... For some reason, it doesn't work as well. Inkscape is what the program comes, what the table comes with. It's okay. a free. It's a. It's a. Yeah. Uh, you know what it is. It's yeah. a. It's a vector. Yeah, it's a vector program that is open source and free for anyone or whatever. So it has limited capabilities. But I know that <clears throat> Inkscape export. If you had to export a DXF file, which is a digital drawing file for um, like CAD-based systems. From Illustrator directly, it's not clean, and I, this might not be the case hmm. in every setup, but in this setup, mm-hmm. it is. Okay. And I've tried to go right from yeah. Illustrator to SheetCam, and it doesn't. Sometimes it doesn't work. Like the files corrupted, or the vector lines are not accurate enough. I don't know what the deal is. Huh? It's weird. Sorry, this thing is just acting up. This yeah, microphone. Doing, man? It's just I don't know. Something sounds weird all of a sudden. I don't know what it is. It's fine. Huh? You sound okay to me. Okay, good. I'll okay. scrub. I'll, I'll fix it in post. Uh, yeah so essentially like it goes from the workflow is what we're just what we're developing we're trying to be quick about it doing prototypes and experimental um, table leg design Um, Mm -hmm. we're working on this like bracket system that's kind of a registration system with slotted steel parts that can then be flat packed and assembled into various configurations which is kind of fun Uh, definitely not uh, not entirely new in that regard, but um, it's a fun way to use the table and figure out how to create the most um, interesting and kind of dynamic range of shapes and construction techniques with this particular technology. So the design challenge is limited to kind of the um, the table, what it can do, the thickness of the material that we're cutting, right. obviously. That was my next question. Yeah. And then we just <laughs> jumped up to quarter, um, quarter inch plate at the end of last. Steel, mild steel. Yeah. Mild steel. Um and it's no joke. Quarter inch plate. It's heavy. Heavy. Like that's yeah. the funny thing about it is that, or the, one of the funniest things about it is, like I have no way to gauge what that's gonna weigh. You know, you look at like a, uh-huh. I look at it on the like sitting against the wall, and I'm like, I have no frame of reference for how heavy that is. So the first first time we tried to move <laughs> a sheet of five foot by three foot quarter inch plate, and it was like, oh man, baffling. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be so, like 150 pounds or something. Oh, it's more than that. I mean, I'm, I think it was probably closer to three or four. Like, I remember trying to, we're trying to slide it yeah. from one end of the shop to the other. I remember trying to pick one end up and just being shocked at how <laughs> how heavy it was. I thought it was stuck to the floor at one point. I was like looking around for like a, a crack or like some kind of obstruction, you know? Yeah, was, nah, it's just, a magnet that's just holding yeah, it down. Yeah, just holding yeah. it down. And I'm not like, I mean, I'm not like a weightlifter, but I'm not, you know, I'm not. Yeah. I can definitely. Does he lift. have an overhead crane? No. Oh, but he needs that's one. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he definitely needs a, a hoist. Yeah. That's what we're going to be doing more like rolling sheets, sheets around. Yeah. Holy shit. It's heavy. With plate. Yeah. No, it's no joke. No joke. Do you have a forklift at least? 
Uh, no, Paljack. Got a Paljack. Oh, no forklift. I know. That's you know baby steps. These are things that yeah. I can I can add to the yeah. uh, to the roster at some point. Hopefully. Yeah. If he if he I mean you can get like a uh, a hoist. Yeah. That just like pivots off a wall. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's that. That would be the but, biggest. I mean, easiest yeah. Thing. Overhead crane is the best because then you can traverse across the shot. Right. And just have a sheet metal rack in one area and just right. pick it up and take it to your table on the other side. On yeah. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, so it's been good. It's been a lot it's an of investment, um, though. <laughs> right. Well, everything in the metal shop too is everything is like five figures. Oh yeah. <laughs> so no matter what it is. Yeah. Uh, I think that I think yeah, even base model. Yeah, it's expensive, but it's been really good. I think that um, I really like the work. I like the the space. I like that kind of work. Which it, it, I'm still trying to figure out which direction I want to take this after school. So part of this podcast clearly is bringing the viewer along, kind of with this mm-hmm. this process and designing my own life, um, mm-hmm. doing design for life. Like how, how am I going to, which direction do I want to go? What world do I want to be a designer inside of? And it's not just one world, but I guess it could be in multiple worlds, but yeah, that's what we're trying to figure out. And yeah. so the, these weeks have been as trying as they have been, they have been, um, really instrumental. And in, I think helping to define that this is my second to last term starts in only a few weeks. And I'd like to know which direction I'm headed by the time that starts so that I have, the remaining two terms of school to um, take advantage of university resources uh, to prepare myself for whatever that direction is. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. I don't want to end up at the end of the pro- graduation day, whenever that is. Looks like it's going to be in late March. Then deciding, okay, now what do I do? You know, I'd like yeah. to use these last two. Yeah, um, uh, that would make the most sense. And yeah, because there's a lot of school. Yeah, right. Then I can tailor my last eight to ten mm-hmm. classes depending on how many probably yeah. eight to like to my needs based you know? your senior studio projects yeah. into where you want to go yeah which is going to be hard doing like designing shelled plastic parts for dc motors i don't know how that's going to relate but somehow and i have a like i said a sculpture a exclusive sculpture class all metal um in the fall which will be yes a nice segue into you know so yeah. i'm to build my portfolio <laughs> used to be my domain right so exactly they got good equipment so take full advantage of that. Yeah, totally. One well, just sure. get some practice in, and then yeah, and just sneak me in, and I can show you it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's a huge, huge deal. Moved out of my house into student housing. That's mm. exciting. That's another thing. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like though. I mean, I won't beleaguer the point of beleaguer or belabor. I won't beleaguer the point. I think it's beleaguer. Anyone that's listening to this. I mean, you can comment below and tell me how wrong I am one way or the other. Um, it felt really good to get out of this house. This house was a mm. was more of a burden on my mind than I realized mm. until I was gone, until we turned our keys in, cleaned it up, organized. Like we got rid of so much of our stuff, which just feels so liberating. I highly recommend at any point in anyone's life if you're, if you're you know, you find yourself accumulating a lot or you just look around and there's stuff you don't need getting rid of it at whatever means necessary is so cathartic and so yeah refreshing it's it's complementary to the design process too we're just editing and removing the unnecessary so yeah right and nothing nothing unnecessary and then we still have a lot of unnecessary <laughs> yeah stuff but man i mean I'm, by the time it's so funny because by the time you're like at first we're moving and I'm I got a full studio worth of stuff you know I've got yeah. tools I've got materials I've got sheet oh, goods so I, much I always don't know what to do with oh it's the worst like scrap material or right. just like pieces that you can still use but right. it's just like you're not using it it's no. taking up space I got right. I got so much 
just scrap or raw so materials I. that it's just like and I don't feel good tossing. I know, and I had just I just gave it away. Like I I would uh, I bundle. Yeah. I mean, I didn't have anywhere to put it. I didn't have. I wasn't gonna just lug like sheets yeah. of three quarter inch plywood to the storage unit and then just like store that. You know, I just didn't feel. By the time you, uh, it's really funny. By the time you, like I was really everything was really precious at first, and then like as the days went by, <laughs> things got just like less and less. Yeah, precious, you know, and then it just became pounds. Like I didn't even care what it was. It was mm -hmm. just like, now how much does it weigh? You know, and am I going to bring this from point A to point B to point C to point A one more time? You know, and I'm like, yeah. I can't do nah. it. It's what is it? 40 pounds. Get it's gone. And I'm just thinking about things in terms of weight. Like how much weight do we offload? You know, having mm -hmm. a yard sale, like watching tables go dining room table gone, drafting <laughs> table gone. I'm just like, oh, that's at least 60 pounds. You know, that that's I'm not funny. carrying from the <laughs> my car to the, oh, so good. Everything in weight. So now we're, yeah. uh, that's, that's, I'm being a little bit overdramatic, hyperbolic in a sense. No, that's but, an interesting mindset of stuff, you know? Yeah, just like, oh God, the stuff, who cares? You know, who cares? Just get rid of it, I don't yeah. care. And at some point, like it becomes less valuable and you're just more and more interested in, um, and just not having to deal with it. Because it's, you know, mm -hmm. the stuff you have ends up owning you or whatever no. that uh, yeah, I, Facebook I'm, quote totally follow the whole minimalism lifestyle okay that makes sense and yeah I, i'm i do that with clothes that's good yeah I only, that's I only good have with anything. like one drawer of or two drawers of clothes and oh, some nice. in the closet and like hanging yeah i could definitely stand to go through mine now yeah too i know clothes just accumulates just right. all of a sudden and it's like half the stuff you have you don't wear and it's I just know. like sitting eh, around all right making your <laughs> making your clothing decisions harder every day because uh, you're looking at stuff thinking, oh, should I wear that? You know, when you know you're not going to wear that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's been good just to wrap up the update. Uh, we got into smart student housing and it feels really good to have all of my stuff to have a slimmer operation. So now we know that our much smaller apartment just has the bare necessities within it. Uh, we have a small storage closet outside that's, you know, well organized and then one storage unit where we know that's also kind of well organized and. Uh, it's just good. That's good. So all the stress of nice. this uncertain apartment uh, has definitely been alleviated a little bit. And it mm -hmm. actually feels kind of refreshing to have a smaller place with yeah. this new managed. I know. Sometimes it's like you you start feeling clustered. Totally. Like, you know, uh, what is that? The claustrophobic. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's good to just kind of let things go, clean things up, reorganize, yeah. reevaluate. Yeah and change things up i don't know yeah I, yeah i always get i don't know it, i have to change things i can't do the same thing over and over and over right um and i think it's it's part of the designer in me as well as just human nature too mm -hmm. but yeah so recently after i got back from hawaii hawaii was awesome by the way oh yeah we'll talk about that yeah i'll talk about that in a little bit but um coming back is just like coming back home it's like exactly the same nothing changed so mm -hmm. i was like yeah i gotta do some cleaning so mm. i started cleaning i rearranged the kitchen a little bit hmm. the dining room and then cleaned my room a bit and then besides that i even re-evaluated re my old routine and i've been trying to come up with new ideas to make it better like um, your own your new daily routine like just what you do every yeah day? just like with work and with studio caves okay. and with health and fitness mm -hmm. um yeah because like so before i was going to work from like 
you know, eight, nine, two, mm-hmm. six, five, six. Mm-hmm. And going home afterwards was like, I was tired, right? You yeah. Know, just everybody is the same way. It's just like you get home, you get into that comfort. I know. It's the hardest time to like t- yeah. capture. And you just like eat anything. dinner and you just crash on the couch right. and just watch something and be lazy all night. I know. And you're just like, shit, I just wasted like three hours of my free time that but, I could have spent on something productive. You know, it's well, that's because work <laughs> stole all your productive time. Exactly. Yeah. It's stupid work. But I don't know. For, for me, yeah, I realized that it's it's the location. It's like if I'm in a separate, because like certain parts of the week I do Tycho. Okay. And I do Tycho right after work. Yeah. And I have energy to do the whole thing. Tycho is drumming for those that yeah, don't Taiko remember. Drumming. Japanese yeah. Tycho drumming. Mm-hmm. But um, so my reevaluation was like, if I'm home after work, I'm gonna not be productive. So I need to move that somewhere else. Okay. And be productive right. until I just go home to rest. Gotcha. So um, going, do you go home at all then, or are you talking about just going? So yeah. So with my work schedule, or with my the company that I work for, Imagination International, my hours are fairly flexible, which is great. And when I was working part time uh, back in the day, I used to work my studio job from seven thirty to three. Right. Take like an hour break and then work in the evening at III. Um, from like six to nine. Oh yeah, sweet. Yeah, and it's like because I'm, you know, late night. I'm tired, but I'm in that location. Right. I could, you know, keep myself busy and do stuff productive, productive stuff. So I just kind of got back to thinking, like, hey, what if I started doing that again? Mm-hmm. Because and like come back during the day, to back home to studio caves where I'm still awake and have energy. Right. So my new schedule that I'm thinking about doing or is I'm going to start implementing this next week is um, work go to work to III uh, from like 8 to 2 p.m. and that's the duration that I fast too so I don't eat lunch or anything there and then I'll have a block of time like four hours of studio caves and eat lunch and whatever uh-huh. during the middle of the day from 2 to 6 and then from 6 to 9 go back to III finish out my 8 hours and then from there go straight to a new climbing gym that I oh sweet went uh, am now a member of oh nice the one that's here in town yeah it's called uh, Elevation oh, yeah the it's, one across a, from the older one it's a bouldering gym yeah so yeah. it's just like giant warehouse just bouldering wall yeah it's dope I just went for the first time yesterday oh really you, yeah your arms sorry. jacked up Dude, yeah my wrist yeah. is kind of fucked up but. I remember I was doing a lot of climbing in uh, Philly there there's a nice there's a really nice downtown gym and that's when I first got into bouldering yeah um, and I remember the first time first few times I went I couldn't even I couldn't even grab the shifter in the car. I had a manual car. <laughs> I was done, and I was just completely shot. You yeah, know, forearms and hands just destroyed. Such a good time, though. Yeah, if my ankle would support that, I would be all over the climbing gym still. It's the best upper body workout imaginable. Just don't use your ankles. Yeah, just, well, it's all just feet. All. Yeah, no, it's like, <laughs> ah, it's not how it works. <laughs> no, but yeah. So yeah, I like to work out in the evening. Like that's what I when I do my push-ups and everything. And yeah, they're very into body weight training and calisthenics and stuff that I'm getting into at on, the gym on my own. Yeah, at the gym. Nice. Because like rock climbing is all about building up the muscles that you need and ridding of anything else. So yeah. like bodybuilders, not no. a climbing body. Yeah, yeah, of you course. You only want to focus on what right. matters. You lean know? muscle, yeah. Lean muscle, yeah. Yeah, good for uh, riding too. I mean, cycling, you have a very lean physique in cycling too. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping at some point to get my act together enough to, to really make good on on that side of it. Yeah, and, we got to uh, go ride. 
sometime. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm going before the the fall comes and yeah, the exactly. Rain and the leaves destroy everything. Yeah, leaves too. Oh man, the worst. Slippery stuff. Just uh, take a look at something Dangerous. real quick. Let me just take a look at something real quick. Let me take a look at something real quick. Okay, sorry. Just having some issues with this microphone. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's the plan, and I got the membership, so I have access to the gym twenty four. It's not, not 24 not, hours. It's not 24 hours. Yeah. Uh, but from like 9 to 11 p.m. Oh, that's so, pretty good though. Yeah, 11? It stays open late and there's a lot of night owls. So it's, yeah, yeah, it's going to be an active gym. Sweet. And, do they do, yeah, they do training really there too? Nice. Like, um, they have classes, yeah. No, they do like uh, strength training and stuff too beyond actual wall training. Is there like a little fitness area they inside do. the gym? Yeah, they have a, a little bench and stuff. Yeah, the main main big main area is the climbing stuff. They got like wait, one, two, three, four, five, I don't know, like seven or eight different walls that you can climb um and then in the back there's a room just for there's like weights there's the rings gotcha. there's the pull-ups yeah yeah, yeah. strength training i'm sure kettlebells grip yeah. training and stuff too um and Sweet. then adjacent to that is the training for bouldering so they have this like it's really cool technology but they have this uh overhang uh-huh. with various hard grips mm, yeah cool and each one of those got a led light like an indicator light on them and you connect your phone via app to the wall and you can like select difficulty level and it'll show up, light up a certain holds that you have to do. What? For a that route? route? Yeah. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. So oh. you could like train yourself doing that. Oh, that's fun. And like switch it up and then, yeah. So wow, anyone so can program no. it and like, whoa. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. So they have traditional route marking then in the rest of the gym, just like tape marks or is it all LED? No, this is just this one area, but uh, the rest of it is color coded and they have like a difficulty. Uh, spectrum within the, those colors sure so like, yeah if you're if you're a uh, purple you have purple holds that you yeah. just follow yeah yeah yeah. it's really neat yeah it's really I mean, are, good. The, are the routes marked by traditional i mean they must be marked by traditional numbering systems too right i mean like v uh nope. v2 or 511 they've simplified it so much to it's they just have their like main icon or their main logo is the difficulty spectrum so like beginners blue next up is pink next up is purple wow. so you just follow that that's interesting. And the holds are correlated with those colors. So, hmm. so it's like if you're a pink and you like are getting really good with pink stuff, then you move on to the purple routes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And just, That's fun. Difficulties that way, yeah. What's the membership fee like for a month? Is it reasonable? It's 65 bucks a month. Okay. That's not bad. So, yeah. All access, like self-check-in, free classes. Nice. Um they have a. They have like discounts on gear. Cool. They have uh, top rope too, or just bouldering. Nope, just bouldering. Nice. That's simple. I actually like that better. I like bouldering a lot more yeah. than top roping. And I just got some shoes and Sick. chalk. That's all you need. That's all I need. Yeah, yeah it's fun. It's very simple. And uh, yeah, and I, I went, went there yesterday, and I'm sore. <laughs> I bet. It's I only no climbed for like. I mean, like, I was there for like an hour. Yeah, that's. And it's like after that first 15 minutes, I was like, oh man. Wrecked. My forearms, yeah, it's been a while for me. It's been a couple of years since I climbed, so. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's got to build it back up. Right, but it'll be yeah, good. My, wrist, my right wrist is a little bit tweaked for some reason. I didn't feel it during the. I ended up jacking my, me. Yeah, it's, it's still easy to get hurt at a, even at a gym, but it's such a good time. It's definitely, mm-hmm. maybe I, I could probably give it a shot again. I'd have to go easy on the foot. My ankle's really touch and go sometimes, but hmm. uh, I bet you're right. I bet you I could probably find a routine or find some routes that I could run that would be still doable and not super yeah, uh, not super 
super risky. They do have a kids section too. <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> it's a like sloped. Yeah, perfect. Uh, <laughs> Just so I want to be hanging out with more kids. I'm, I'm in the, permanently in the kids section my whole life. Uh, um, living at Spencer View is like being in the kids section. It's like a playground right outside our house. That's our front door. It's just like. So your wife catches you like out in the playground. Yeah, on the playground the slide. Now, wee! These are great. Uh, sir, please step away from the chips. The playground is only for people 100 pounds yeah. and less, uh, five years and under. But it's my house. I know. Ooh, yeah, you're like riding that coil spring. Like. Yeah, yeah. It's the most dangerous things ever. Yeah. Ride it to the ground. Yeah. Yeah, cool, man. So, um, so that's the, yeah, so the whole plan, you have the opportunity still to work the split shift at Imagination? Yeah. So yeah, my supervisor said, just go for it. We'll talk to HR, but it should be all right. Sweet. So just start so doing it this week. Yeah. And, um, see how it goes. I might have nice. to make some refinements. I mean, with, with the schedule too, I'm being flexible. So like if I have a meeting in a certain time, that's right. supposed to be my block. I'll yeah. Just adjust you know, it. Yeah. Adjust it here and there. That's the way it should be, man. I mean, uh, flexibility is like rigid structure in anything these days, especially employment, just doesn't make any sense. And there's yeah. so many, so many employers are finally catching on after 30, 40 years of doing it stupidly yeah. to giving people more of a flexible work week, you know, and just mm-hmm. if the work gets done, the work gets done. There's very few, I think, even industries or jobs that require everyone to be there all the time, 40 hours a week, nine to five in the same place, mm-hmm. you know. I think there's yeah. even yeah. reports coming out of people that are other businesses trying mm-hmm. four day, the four-day work week or giving employees the option of just schedule your time when you want to schedule your time. You right. know? Focus on production, not hours. Yeah, and they're finding studies are finding now that uh, that workers are actually a lot more productive, it seems, when they're setting their own expectations and their mm-hmm. own goals. With less hours, there's a lot less time to you know, kind of just mess around at work or whatever. I mean, I think mm-hmm. every, for the most part, there's so many people that are, are not they had experience, you know, 15, 20% of their workday is probably spent, you know, looking at websites, downtime, talking to people, water yeah. cooler stuff, you yeah. know, when you're just there to get That's the job expected. done. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I but, did it. I mean, like, yeah, certain, I mean, certain positions you do have to be there. Like if you're in like a production yeah. line, yeah, yeah, you should probably have a set schedule. Yeah. It makes sense. If you're a welder, you should probably have a set schedule. Probably. Um, just, just so, you know, you get a consistent rate of production. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as long as it's all about the end result, right? Yeah. But I mean, office but, jobs. Yeah, and, for creatives, for what we do, you know, uh, especially in a sense that it's like you can't really shut off creativity. Yeah. To a limited amount of time, uh, you should be able to have flexible hours. And some yeah, people work. Yeah, some people work the most productive in the evening, or some right. people in the morning. Yeah, I think the best uh, models allow the employees to to set their own preference. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, so, like, no, I'd say function that's ways. the best aspect. Right. Like the greatest aspect of working there. Very understanding. It's very, yeah. It's awesome. And like, yeah. So like being able to do this kind of thing mm-hmm. and have part of the day for my stuff mm-hmm. is going to be huge, I think. So it's going to be work till two, go to the gym and then go back to work till eight. No. Like- work till two, studio caves. Studio caves. That's right. Go back to work from six to nine, from gotcha. nine to whenever I want to stop, yeah. go to the gym. Yeah. That's a long day though. It still. is. It's a busy week, but because I'm not home. Yeah, you don't. You know. When I'm tired, right? Less. It'll keep me going. Yeah, yeah. I could used to do a little bit of that too. The couch is one of those things. It's just like a, it's a vortex. Mm-hmm. It sucks you into it. You know, know. Netflix is there, and then like snacks and yeah. whatever. Yeah, it's so easy. routine previously, I was so lazy. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's hard. I mean, like, well, you need I, rest too, though. That's I mean, the thing. Right, so you right, have, right. So you have to rest. So that, yeah, that's why I have weekends just open. 
like this is just my routine for the week right weekday right um it's kind of like recharge yeah. sleep in and, on saturday yeah, on the weekends cool. sleep in um cool just go to a cafe work on stuff hang out with friends yeah yeah i've been trying to ride in bend and trying to get on the bike but i found myself so mentally sort of wiped when i'm done it's hard to like kickstart mm -hmm. again i go home and i'm done at six and i feel like I've accomplished something. I'm away from home. I'm already feeling kind of off balance because I'm not. I'm, in, I'm staying with somebody else, so I don't really have that sense of like home. But I'm, the urge to like go out and try to catch mm -hmm. happy hour somewhere or have a beer or just mm -hmm. do whatever. And like, it's really hard to break, you know, and to and to stay focused. So mm -hmm. this week I am going to drive in early tomorrow and try to ride right when I get there. So I'm gonna try to leave here closer to ten um, and then get what, there. By why don't you ride to work? Uh, I have a bunch of equipment in my car. Generally, okay. I bring stuff with me: backpack, lights, tripod, like computer gear. Huh. Um, plus, I don't like to. I don't like. Let's get a little trailer. <laughs> well, it would be dope. <laughs> plus, the the bike. Yeah, I mean, I could. I guess. I could Just ride. build one there. It's not really. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Out of quarter inch steel. Oh, it's perfect. <laughs> There's well, your well, training right there. Yeah. The it's only five hundred pound trailer. <laughs> what could go wrong? Actually, not a bad idea. Build a sweet lightweight bike trailer. That'd be a fun project. Yeah, aluminum. You can learn some TIG welding. Mm -hmm. It's on the list. Yeah. Um, I like to. I don't like to com commute ride as much. I mean, it's not just about the gear, but I mean, there's not really an excuse. It's not really a. It really is an excuse, I guess. I right. could ride to work. Then it's like you're building an exercise mm -hmm. within your. I just have to ride with my backpack, and it's full of stuff, and I hate riding with the backpack if I can really? avoid it. Yeah. Well, I mean, on this bike, on the bike that I bring, it's Road not bike? like, yeah, it's my cross bike, which oh. doesn't really, it's not super set up for commuting at the moment, but, I mean, could yeah. be easily, but it's not quite the same as... Just get the... What was it, the, the Paneers? Pan Paneers, yeah. Yeah, that's coming soon. My other commuter <laughs> bike has that. I'd rather ride there when I'm riding adventure, you know, and just riding to explore and riding for fitness after work. So I just got to man up and just do it and not yeah, complain. That's yeah, my problem. I'm the reverse. Really? Yeah. I'd I rather, love I'd rather bike to commute. Oh, yeah, not me. I, so I hate showing up places super sweaty, too. So well, I know that at I'm at gonna... work, you're going to be doing physical stuff anyway. So uh, yes and no. I mean, I'm also interfacing with clients and talking to people and trying to put my best face. Are, are there showers at the workplace? No, sadly. <laughs> they have a hose. Yeah, they do have a hose. Yeah, I could, uh, could easily. And with the arid climate, I'm sure I would dry off. And you got the, the compressed air and just dry yeah. yourself off. Yep. Totally. No, camera. Oh, we're already there. Look at that. I wonder how long that was off for. Not very long. It okay. just crossed the 30 minute mark. So Man, my peripherals are good. You're killing it. Killing it. But yeah, so that's what the goal tomorrow. I'm gonna go in. And then I have the whole day ahead of me. I've got from noon on. Yeah. And I'll hopefully just excuse me. Whew, a little little the clamp there. Um, Don't pass out. Yeah. No, just hiccups. Um yeah, hopefully we want to ride. I'm trying to put 30, 40 miles down. The other thing is that I went to, I went and tried to ride last week and the uh, I'm acclimated again to sea level so you're at like 3500 oh. there and that does mean it's smoky because of the fires oh, and shit. stuff and like that made a difference you know but I wasn't I'm not in like Olympic shape anyway so mm -hmm. I need every help, every bit of help I can get and I tried to do this ride that was about 12 miles out about 1600 feet elevation gain in 12 miles which isn't insane but it was just too much and bad nutrition not a lot of rest. And I couldn't make Bonking. it. I, did, I didn't even make it the 12 miles, which was so annoying because I should. I mean, that's not that hard of a ride. And 
So what'd you do? You just walked it? I just turned around and because oh. it just rode back, you know. I see. It was still uh I made it like I think I made it nine of the twelve and was like, I can't, you know, I can't do this. So it was still an eighteen mile ride, only half mm-hmm. of which is uphill, the other half is all downhill for the most part. Mm. It was really embarrassing. I was riding with a guy, a friend of mine and oh, no. I just felt like a Sure, you know, we got That's an hour right. out, and I was like, "Man, I'm I'm gassed." You know, I drank two liters of water in like oh, you have enough an food? hour snacks. No, of course not. Yeah, we had snacks with us, but I wasn't. You know, I didn't eat all day. I tried to eat right before the ride. I made a number of rookie errors that yeah pre- prevented me from succeeding. Have a power bar, and you know, when you start to bonk, that really helps. Well, when we were doing or a brownie, that. actually, brownie is like the best thing to have for really when, Carbs and when sugar. you bonk. Yeah. We had these. Uh, we had a bunch of things we were eating at the time, but it was too little, too late. Yeah. So I'm going back to redeem myself uh, <laughs> uh, tomorrow. I might try that ride again by myself just to see if I can do it, just so I can go up there and, and knock it off the list because yeah. I'm annoyed that yeah. uh, cause the whole idea was to ride up to the falls, check the falls out, and then mm. ride back. And all you have to do is make it the 12. You don't even have to like because once the 12 is over, then it's all downhill on the way home, and it's just an easy peasy coast. You know, back mm-hmm. to the to the food truck lot. Yeah. You know. Yeah, anyway. it probably just had to do with nutrition, not fitness. Because sometimes yeah, some of that, yeah, yeah. I mean, like and yeah. water consumption. With with my cross country biking trip is like we're all fit, but there are just days where you yeah, just drink. caloric intake yeah. is just not right. Yeah, just you didn't eat the right stuff, or it's just like right. your body just didn't process it, or it's yeah, you just have those days when it's just like shit. I don't have energy. Yeah, because I wasn't, it's really like Give me a brownie. what you eat the night before, <laughs> you know, and the day before, so your body can have the stores, you yeah. know, stores of. And it's like uh, when you're writing, when you start feeling hungry, you're like, oh, yeah, shit, it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to run out. I tried to eat a, it's weird. a hoagie like like before I went, an hour before we left, like hoping that would be enough, but it just didn't have time to like digest and mm-hmm. get all the places I need to go. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So we're going we're gonna to get back and do that and hopefully ride. If I'd like to just do an hour at least every day you know make sure that every time after work i want to get to the point where i'm putting 100 miles on the bike are you able to put your bike in your car oh, oh yeah. i guess that would make sense no it, did, it would make sense actually because no, i was like thinking like you could drive your car to work and then ride your bike back <laughs> wait then your car's stuck there right <laughs> yeah it doesn't, it doesn't make sense that way but it's nice to i mean the, the great thing about bend is that you can where and where i'm staying is i mean or, i can ride right from my front door to or like, yeah what cool you can places. do is drive to your work and from work hit downtown after right like get in the cafes do what you need to do right you know in your free time and then come back to your car and then drive home yeah i could do that could do that i'm probably just going to man up and ride just go home change go out and ride and then you know i'll, I'll yeah. be guilt-free for the rest of the night the best part about that is that if you know you burn 1600 calories after work like you you know you leave a little headroom for some yeah. beers and for some snacks or whatever <laughs> or whatever you know whatever you're, you're into um, so that's the goal is to get back out there, get riding again. Cause I'm really still having, I can't like be productive and like career plans driven and healthy at the same time. Like, <laughs> like I, so hard. Yeah. You know, I'm still trying to figure it out. So I'm hoping that we can, we can learn together on this podcast about hey. how, how to, how to break out of the, I'm so tired after mm-hmm. my work day, I can't get yeah. anything else done. Or See, I, yeah, like my, my secret that, you know? is the location. Yeah. And I think that's a good point. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, and I think that maybe bringing my bike to in my car is even better and in my gear so I don't ever have the chance to even go home and get the idea. Like, right. That's what I oh, say. Oh, now yeah. I'm home. Like, maybe I'll just chill here for a second, you know, yeah. and then like, bang, you're, mm-hmm. you know, now you're stuck in the, so just, just leave right from there. Don't let yourself even get in the mode. Just get dressed and get on the, on the bike before you can trick yourself out of it, you know, mm-hmm. or something. Because, you know, I always feel better afterwards. It's always that time. 
it's yeah. always a decision making time. Like I get done and I'm like, man, I really want to go put all my shit on and then go for an hour and a half and sweat and be annoyed. You know, yeah. it's like as soon as you sit on your couch, you're like, oh, this is nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but then whenever you, you, know, you get back from the ride and you're like, damn, that was a good time. Like, I'm so glad I went. You get yeah. the endorphin rush. You feel good every yeah, single time. You get it good sleep. Yeah. Same thing happens on the gym. You know, go to the gym. Yeah, it sucks like, yeah. to go. I don't want to go. And the minute you're in there and you're working, you're like, okay, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm in this. I'm glad I'm here. Yeah, because bouldering is just you know, all you need is shoes. Like, I'm yeah, just gonna go straight from work. Yeah, that's great. At the end of the day, sweat it out, have some fun. There's you, a big community too with bouldering. Mm-hmm. Um, and that the atmosphere in there is amazing. Yeah. Can you bring a guest? Once a month. For free. Oh, really? Yeah. I come with you. I have a shoes in a bag. Yeah. 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 i would be embarrassing. I would definitely. I mean, I, I would. I would be some uh <laughs> no some, you should definitely check it out all right it's i'm really about cool. to get my a little like they have tons of like, punch passes i bet too huh uh but you can get a punch pass you can you, you can like do a like punch a punch pass like a 10 yeah 10 day pass i'll do that like that too i know rachel wants to do that too she's definitely so stoked on the gym she's a much better climber than me mm. low, low center of gravity mm-hmm. um maybe we'll get into that it'd be interesting i'd be interested to try it out with my yeah. damaged foot and see if i can really they have do a nice it. bike rack inside too oh really yeah that's nice so you can ride your bike there and, and leave you don't it have somewhere. to lock it outside. Oh, yeah. yeah. You have it inside. In the wilds of Eugene where uh, anything's possible. The number one bike theft in the world. <laughs> it might be. It's not in the world, no, but. Like, <laughs> in the U.S. Not even in the U.S. I think it's US. like second, like in behi- or, behind or, New York. Is it really? Yeah. No. Like New not. York, Eugene. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. Holy That's shit. why like Kryptonite, that like lock yeah, yeah. company. I'll say like. Good we guarantee Eugene. bike theft except for New York and Eugene. <laughs> does it really say that? I think so. No, it does not. It says something like that. Oh, I'm going to look that up. <laughs> look that up. I uh, need an off-camera producer. Be, uh, yeah, could you look, Jamie, yeah. look, look that up? Uh, pull that up real quick. Soon enough. Yeah. Uh, that's crazy. No, it, it is pretty bad, though, bike theft. Yes, and I hate having it out. And I have my cross bike is now on my back porch at my apartment, chained to the railing, which... I don't like, so I'm gonna mm, mm-hmm. probably lobby to bring that inside and see if Rachel will allow it. Just in our make tiny it pretty. Apartment. Make it like an art piece. Yeah, or something. <laughs> or at least I want to like get a cover or like just cover it. If it's locked up and covered, I'd feel better because you can't really see it. And it's tucked away. You get something like on a, yeah on display. Have, in you, have main you seen area. those like shelves that you can mount to the wall? It's got like the hook. For yes, your I love those. Top bar. I yeah. can't do that in this apartment though. I can't mount anything that hardcore to the walls. No. No, but I definitely, I mean... It's, it's, it's not a huge apartment either, yeah? No, it's really small. Yeah. I definitely like bikes hanging in the unit, in the apartment as a feature, that's, mm-hmm. but I'm going to have to, we're going to have to, that's a tough sell with uh, yeah. the significant other. She does not feel the same Just way, I don't think. above the couch. Yeah, right? We'll see how it goes. I'll yeah. be super pissed if it gets stolen off the back porch, so that's going to break my heart. So I might have to just bring it inside and call it good. Mm-hmm. We have that, uh, you know what I need to do is just get rid of more shit in the storage shed. Uh, outside and just keep it in there because we could mount a hook in there and it would fit in there. Mm. And that's going to be the that's the move. It's just a it'll be a trade off. I'll trade Rachel getting rid of things she doesn't want to move around anymore if I can keep my bike in the <laughs> in the storage <laughs> unit. So it'll be like a it's a win win for everyone really. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, moving right along here, um, you were in Hawaii too, huh? Yeah, that's what I was just gonna say. Yeah, talk to me about that. So yeah, uh, so not this last week, but the week before I was in Hawaii just for a week to visit a friend because uh, I got a free place to stay. So I was like, Sick. Was, yeah, yeah, I've pretty been putting in a lot too. of effort for the 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 Tommy art display stuff. So it's all done now. 
Uh, sort of. Quote, I'm quote. working on new new designs now oh, for a different size. Did Jerry's, um, did they, are they into it? Haven't heard back yet. Okay. Yeah, they've been kind of uh, hush, hush. busy. Oh, yeah. It's like they did a major event Running that we were showing. Company. Yeah. So it's like they haven't made the decision and got back to us yet. So cool. it's it's on hold, hmm. which is, yeah. Not, awesome. It's awesome. Bizarre, yeah. So we still have, like, still have like two like partially built because like oh perfect we don't want to spend time on it if we're not gonna of course need it. not yeah even though we spent a lot of money on that dude but how yeah. yeah how tragic would it be if at the all at the end of all this it was just like nah you know yeah I'll be just pissed. like repurpose it for something else yeah <laughs> have it in my house and now oh now it holds uh, glasses of juice <laughs> yeah there you go water bottle oh There's look at this like very nice fifty um, days worth of <laughs> yeah it holds uh, jars of salsa <laughs> I've got yeah. 65 jars of salsa yeah. on spring loaded. I know. That'd be That'd amazing. Be funny. It's a new fridge. No. <laughs> yeah, or some kind of. Uh, anyway, yeah, how's Hawaii? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> distracted. Hawaii. 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 Oh, it's beautiful. It's amazing. Like, nice. The first two days, snorkel, top notch, saucy turtles every day. That's a nice sound to accompany the snorkel. I don't think snorkeling makes that sound. Would, yeah, use a different sound. No. But no, it was fun because this time, like, uh, the first time I went to Hawaii, like I didn't, I didn't n- do snorkeling whatsoever. Mm. Second time we went to Maui. That's when I like we discovered snorkeling, yeah. and I went with my family and stuff. And from then on, we just been, I've just been like working on diving. Yeah. And in Grand Caymans, we, me and my brother-in-law, we did a the free diving certification one course. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So we like got trained how to hold our breath, how your body reacts to holding your breath very long for a long time and diving down with the pressures of the water and everything. Uh-huh. Super interesting stuff. It is. But uh, so we got like checked off to be able to dive down to like 65 feet or whatever. Free, like free from, dive down? Mm-hmm. So Sweet. like just hold your breath, dive to 60 down. 60 and then back? Yeah. That's no joke. That's pretty deep. It's deep. But yeah, it, and there's techniques to equalize your ears. Mm-hmm. So that's with all the pressure coming down yeah. as you go deeper, like your right eardrums up. get painful if you don't equalize yeah you gotta equalize right. yeah and but it's easier the deeper you go the the longer in between yeah, bars yeah, exactly you, you do, so yeah but the, the initial like 10 feet that's when you just have to like do it like every second yeah yeah exactly and yeah it's the most rapid change from I, yeah i had some difficulty during the training uh with equalizing mm-hmm. and the minimum to pass was being able to dive down to 30 feet uh-huh I just like barely oh, got really? it there. Yeah. Was it painful at 30 for you? Because you couldn't equalize down well, there? The first time I did it, yeah. You know, it was just like I would dive down. I miss an equalize opportunity. So the deeper I went, like the harder you have to like push out. And yeah. it just wasn't popping. So I had to like go, go back, back up. up. Yeah. 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 Um, it's pretty common actually. It's yeah. A- luckily, like my breath holding was okay. Mm-hmm. Like I could hold it for a while. So I would like dive down. If, it, if I had trouble, I'd just. Swim up to the point where I could equalize again and dive back down. Yeah. Super inefficient, but right. <laughs> I was able to pass doing that. But, and good. I didn't have the like opportunity to go all the way down to 65 feet, but are you I, wearing, now you're, I can. I'm you're not sure. weighted though, right? Slightly. Oh, really? Just for buoyancy. Yeah. You're, so you are wearing weights? Mm hmm. Like a waist belt? Waist belt. Yeah. How just, much, just how much enough, weight? Uh, I think just like six, seven pounds. Okay. Something. I guess, yeah. You don't need to offset the. The BCD or no, the or yeah. a heavy wetsuit. Yeah, just just like just so you're neutral in like ten uh-huh. feet of water. Yeah, so with less gear, you need less weights. Yeah, and then it's a quick release belt. I'm assuming too, if you need to if you need to bail, it's just a buckle. Yeah, you just tear it off if you have to get to the surface quick for something. Since you can't uh, breathe water, usually yeah, they are. I don't know. 
<laughs> we that's pretty we cool, man. Sixty-five feet on a single yeah, breath so, of air is no joke. Yeah. So this this was the first time back in Hawaii where I could dive down and actually yeah. like explore. Yeah, yeah. Now, did you rent deep areas? You rented fins, you said, right? Yeah. Did you rent free diving fins specifically, like nope. the big, big, long ones? Because free diving fins are long. They're huge. Yeah. They're even longer than scuba fins. Scuba fins are also big, but they're rigid and they're designed for. Mm-hmm. Kicking the like mass body, yeah. of a, you know, but free diving fins are like no, a foot longer. just got the cheap mm. uh, baby blue. Yeah, nice. <laughs> fins. Little like, like 12 bucks slip on the foot. Yeah, nice right on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got like, you know, some chafing going on the yeah. last like the couple days that I did it. Um, I think it's time to invest in your own fins, kind of like show yeah, up legit. Yeah, it's, it's difficult to travel with. That's the thing. I know, but it's yeah. so big. I saw there's a lot of people doing it, and there's a lot of travel uh, scuba rigs. So you just strap them on the outside of your um, carry on, and then you mm. slide it into the thing. Yeah, that could work. Anyway, yeah. I know. I was thinking, like, before I went, like, how can, like, someone needs to invent a fin that would fold in half a foldable fin. Yeah, and just lock in place. Yeah. So you can carry it. Yeah, I'm sure people have worked on it. I mean, there's a lot of travel divers that obviously mm-hmm. you, you can get. A lot of divers have, um, scuba divers have tra- a travel rig that's a, a lower profile. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, yeah, if I, if I took a luggage, I would have no problem yeah. taking it. But just I, carry I don't on? Like to, yeah, just carry on. Yeah, I think I've seen. So much easier. Yeah, I'm, I agree. I am definitely on the on board with no more checked bags ever. In fact, that should be like a hashtag or something. Like no checked bags. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much better to go without checked bags. Uh, and just yeah. so much freer. You just feel yeah. like, oh, I don't need just to get like, off deal the plane. Just go out wherever you want. <laughs> <laughs> wherever you want. You don't have to wait for the yep. the trolley to come around yeah. for the bag. Yeah, it's true. And I guess if you found a good rental place that could it has a you know, decent decent deals, yeah. I'm a stickler Usually, for like the right gear. It's though, so. just like anything is better than no fins. So it's true. Just, just getting a, a cheap, you know, generic one worked mm-hmm. great. Like, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, so Sick. I was able to go down like 30 feet easily, explore a little bit around there. Cool. Um, tons of fun. Um, but yeah, but this Hawaii trip, I also treated as uh, discovery for Studio yeah. Caves because yeah, yeah. that's my ultimate goal to bring Studio Caves to Hawaii mm-hmm. and have a, a headquarters there. Cool. But as an ultimate goal because um, it's expensive there. It you is. Don't, you don't want to like prematurely go and just no. lose all your money. So well, like everyone else, I think that happens to a lot of people. They follow that dream too soon and yeah. they end up just bailing out like a year into it. Yeah. I've, so. I know people that have done that, that have gone down to try to live and then just realize mm-hmm. like this is not sustainable, you know? No. And it's like, and I could probably go there and live there if mm-hmm. just living there was my goal. Like mm-hmm. I'll probably just have to like do two jobs and then mm-hmm. that would still, I'll still be living paycheck to paycheck, but yeah. I'll be in Hawaii. But that's not what I want to do. So right, of course. I'd rather take my time, you know, build up this company to be able to sustain yeah, that's interesting. the lifestyle that I want. So, uh, and then what did you, is there a market, do you think, for that kind of studio work in Hawaii? Well, that's the thing. It's, I mean, I try to meet up with some design firms there, but the hurricane happened, so. Stupid hurricane. Yeah, and it's, it's I mean, I didn't, they didn't end up, I mean, not, not to blame the hurricane, joke. but, uh, like I, I didn't hear back from them either. Yeah, so they're, they're probably just doing their own thing. Too busy nailing yeah, boards I mean, on like, the windows. Like a, <laughs> a three day, you know, request is just like no. it's too quick. Yeah, yeah I yeah. should I should have emailed them way back when. Yeah, like three or but, four weeks prior. I mean, to if if I had the Thursday Friday, I probably would have just walked in, just be like, hey, yeah, what do you guys do here? You know. Yeah. 
Can I see? <laughs> do you, yeah. Do you know? Uh, I mean, on which island were you on exactly? Oahu. Oahu. Have you? Did you Honolulu. check? Like, did you do a quick kind of survey oh, yeah. of like how many are there? Are there businesses like that already on Hawaii? I mean, there's got to be some. It's it's mostly graphics. Mm-hmm. And there's a uh, this one company called Wall to Wall, which is really cool. Uh, very brand and identity focused, um, and they did a lot of stuff for Hawaii, like the the whole bike share system oh cool they designed and did the graphics for and logos and whatnot is there like so, a, a print shop that also does printing too or is it just is it just a strictly design firm that I does think graphic strict, design? like design and marketing cool um and yeah they seem to be the the best on the island and and are you trying their work to work was very like on point cool do you want to see uh, what types of capabilities do you want your headquarters ultimately to contain? What sort of... Um... Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, for it to be successful in Hawaii, like, yes, I, I want... I don't know. It's like, I don't know if I want it to be a uh, client-based business. I think it's what I will... Ha- well, it has how to be I sort, sort of. To a yeah, it, Every business is client-based to a certain degree, to right? To a certain degree, but... Uh, with licensing and oh, yeah. royalties, yeah, uh, yeah. it kind of you become the client to a manufacturer, not the other way around. I see what you're saying. So where you develop your ideas doesn't matter. It's once it's developed and approach companies. That's when you probably have to like go to mainland and approach companies mm-hmm. to sell or do it online. Um, but that's yeah, it's way down the line to where it's like everything's sustainable. Like we probably have you know clients as well working on stuff, but Hawaii would just be the hub of like creative innovation and collaboration. I see. Where we can invite fellow designers to come, spend a you know, couple months, work together to, to come up with some awesome projects, you know? Yeah, yeah. Have a nice workshop, yeah. Have, you know, enough property for them to stay in that location, yeah. I see. And all the... The trimmings? Anemones. Yeah, amenities. Did I say that right? Yeah. No. <laughs> no, you did not, and I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> to like be able to explore Hawaii too and have fun. Yeah, cool. So, so like a compound, a ranch yeah. of sorts, like a designer ranch, designer cool. design ranch. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah, that's an interesting. I know we've talked somewhat extensively about that, but not entirely extensively no. about that. Yeah. Um, as we discuss and, our partnership. Yeah. For I, the, I I'm I talk about this in the weekly update that's gonna be yeah. coming up next week. On Studio Caves' YouTube channel, you mean? Yeah. Nice. On Studio Caves' YouTube channel, you mean? <laughs> Check that out. Subscribe. Make sure to smash that like button. Yeah. And comment. Comment below. Comment um, at all. But yeah, no, this trip was really good because I actually stayed with my friend um, and her family. So I got to experience the local life and how they live. And Yeah. What's what's really interesting there is most of the locals own their house, so they don't have to pay for Right. Uh, mortgage or anything. Well, that's nice. Yeah. They so, own it outright, like no more payments right. kind of fun. It's like grandfathered in, like hmm. everything's paid off, like all the, yeah. you know, but they, both parents worked. You're staying with native Hawaiians? These are locals or these people that have moved there. Are they like Hawaiian Hawaiians or are they? No. Uh, they're just residents. Chinese. One was, one's from Hawaii. I see. The other one's, uh, the mom was from China. Okay. Yeah. Just, uh. But yeah, curious about mm-hmm. I know that there's animosity oh, yeah. between. No, there's a lot of Asian community there. Yeah. Uh, that's one other big thing too. Is like here, it's like majority white. Uh-huh. There is majority Asian. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're like, the, yeah. You know, Polynesian or right. you know, Pacific Islander. Right. So, yeah, it felt different being surrounded by Asians yeah. as opposed to here, where I'm used to being surrounded. Right. 
Yeah, Oregon's pretty white. <laughs> Oregon's pretty white all, all yeah. in all in all. I not to say. say it's bad or anything. No, of course not. No, it's just how it is. Not that there's anything wrong it's the with culture that. here. Yeah, no, it's Oregon's a super white place. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Bend is even like more ridiculous. Bend is like a bubble in a bubble really? of whiteness. Oh my god. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah, it's insane. Um, just gorgeous though, man. The landscape is so nice. It's hard to hard to. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, building up to Hawaii, like, I mean, I've been thinking about like, do I want to set up shop in Eugene? Right. Do I want to set up shop in Portland? Exactly. But more I think about it, I don't like Portland. Neither do I. It's too big. It's too crowded. Sorry, it's Portland. too. Uh, yeah. Too. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't it's, like it either. The atmosphere, I'm not a huge fan of. I can't do cities um, anymore, man. Yeah, in Eugene, it's like. It's just not quite there. No. It could um, be, though. Eugene has such potential, but it's just so it's, poorly executed. It's really frustrating. Right. That's the thing. It's like, I want to be in a place where people appreciate quality and mm-hmm. excellence. Mm-hmm. Um, and the more I think about it, the more Ben comes to mind. Yeah. It's the place for, like, the first. I think it could be, man. First headquarters. I think there's a lot of opportunity there, and that's going to be coming up on uh, subsequent episodes of this podcast. We will be talking about um, the potential future plans. I know Alex and mm-hmm. I are both on, um, we're on similar tracks. We want similar things, and we're exploring what that might look like formally um, as a yeah. partnership. So we're trying to design the future of this company. Yeah, and see what what's what as as I finish school, and you know, there's really mm-hmm. going to be some hard decisions to make about trying to work for someone else or trying to do your own thing or a combination of both. Um, so please yep. stay tuned and stay with us as we uh, as we figure that out because there's going to be probably some decisions coming soon and some actual real real work in that to that end, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, which yeah. is exci- has me super excited because yeah, that's what all this is about for me and mm-hmm. putting putting an yeah, exclamation point on school has been so hard and so trying and and terrifying and enriching that starting to see some light at the end of the tunnel projects, the fruition, all that stuff uh, is really, really cool. You know, so I'm stoked. I'm stoked to see where, um, where it goes. Cause I think that there's a lot of, uh, I'm starting to see some really, some really exciting prospects out there, mm-hmm. you know, for not just myself, but for you and for other people that are um, in the community, it should be really cool. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's going to be cool coming up. I mean, there's tons we could talk about, but we're almost at an hour. So do you want to... Um, yeah, we can wrap it up. You want to wrap it I think there? I a good spot, yeah. All right, cool. Uh, thank you so much for uh, sticking with us. Thanks for uh, you know being here for the evolution of this podcast. We really do appreciate it. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, we would love to hear from you. Please comment wherever the comment section is. Check us out on YouTube. You can check us out on iTunes. On my personal website, Benjamin Myosi M I O S I dot com, uh, and yeah, stay tuned for future updates, and we will be back shortly. Anything else to add? Do you think? I think that pretty much covers it. I was getting a little, you know, yeah. doing 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 yeah. the thing. We're, we're getting professional. Get, here. Doing the thing, yeah. <laughs> uh, stay tuned for more, and thank you so much. We will see you uh, in a bit. Have a good one. Mm-hmm.